Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Inshallah, in today's talk, we will talk about a couple of ayat from Surah Al-Ahzab, which was recited last night. And uh, we'll talk more about the concept around it, which is one of the key tenets of Islam, which is following Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Ahzab, بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمُ الْآخِرَةِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا صدق الله لذينا In this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us the obligation of following the example of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The meaning of the ayah is that surely the there is a good example, a great example for you in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For all those who look forward to Allah and the last day of and the last day and remember Allah much. The scholars of of the Usul actually they use this ayah as an example to understand that whenever an, a hukum is connected to day of judgment because you are hoping the ajr from Allah on the day of judgment then the command that is attached to it is an obligation so to follow Rasulullah is an obligation on us it is not a something recommended or something good to do no it is good to do of course but it's not uh, like a, a recommended action only it's rather an obligation it's a fard on the muslims to follow the example of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the other ayah from the same surah surah al-ahzab allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about Following Allah and His Messenger, where He says, وَمَا كَانَ لِلْمُؤْمِنٍ وَلَا مُؤْمِنَةٍ إِذَا خَدَعَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمْرًا أَنْ يَكُونَ لَهُمُ الْخِيَارَةُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِمْ وَمَنْ يَعَسِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ ضَلَّ دَلَالًا مُبِينًا Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that it is not fitting for a believer male or female to have any choice when Allah and His Messenger have decided, make a decision for you. If they have commanded something, now our choice is gone. Now we have to do what Allah and His Messenger 
has decided for us. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And whosoever disobeys Allah and His Messenger, they are on a clear deviation. Whosoever goes against Allah and His Messenger. On the similar note, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah An-Nisa, فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِي مَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجِدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجًا مِمَّا قَدَيْدَ وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا That by your Rabb, by your Lord, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you cannot be a true believer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing on by himself, himself. he's taking the qasam on himself. That you cannot be true believers. If you do not, they do not make you Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as the one who makes the decisions for all your issues. And you follow his decisions. Whatever he has made the judgment for you, you follow it without any kind of uh, the haraj or any kind of hesitation, with full submission. That's, this is what is expected from us as Muslims to follow Allah and his messenger. And now I just want to talk a little bit quickly about the issue of Following Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The reason I want to bring this up, and it is an important subject, is there are some people, they have started discussing this idea, unfortunately, that as if for us, Quran is sufficient. And we don't need the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And sometimes they would say, sunnah is okay for us to follow, but the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu is not enough. Is not needed. And that's a very dangerous idea. As a matter of fact, anyone who rejects the sunnah of Rasulullah as a source, he is out of, out of the fold of Islam. He's not a Muslim anymore. It is that important of an issue. And I just want to reiterate that so we leave with this understanding. It's not Allah only we need to follow. Allah and His Messenger because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the very same one who has commanded us to follow Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As a matter of fact, if we are not following Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if we are not taking the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as a source for us, mm-hmm. we are not even following the Qur'an properly. This is actually disobeying the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are going against the teachings of the Qur'an itself. Why am I saying this? Because Allah Azza wa mentions to us that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whatsoever he says, it is from the wahi. وَمَا يَنْطِقُوا عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَىٰ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he does not say anything from his desires. Talking about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He does not say anything from his desires. It is not, whatever he says, it is not but a revelation revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he was speaking from the wahi. Similarly, Allah Ta'ala commands us, وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوا وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُمْ فَانْتَهُوا Whatsoever Rasulullah Sallam gives you, take it. Whatever he prohibits, whatever he says is haram, ask you not to do, stay away from it. And because of the short of time, I cannot go into the detail of the subject as a whole. 
But I like to leave with certain points so we will keep in mind that this is a must for us to follow Quran and the Sunnah. So Muhammad sallallahu has to be followed. And the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu of course can be learned partially from the Quran and directly from the Hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu So the Hadith is a source for us. And that is different than Quran. Remember that. Because what they do, the people who are trying to come up with this idea of we only follow Quran and Quran is sufficient for us, they try to misguide the people knowingly or unknowingly. Because some of them do not have ilm, knowledge, and they are saying the things out of ignorance. And there are others, of course, the ones who have chosen to misguide the people. They are doing it knowingly. Now, to understand this concept that there is a wahi other than Quran as well. See, I, I want to make sure you understand this. <coughs> wahi is not only Quran. Rasulullah sallallahu was saying was also part of the wahi. The sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu is coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what, what Rasulullah sallallahu was prohibiting or commanding us to do, he was doing that from the revelation also, from the wahi as well, not from his own desires. Now, I'll just leave with some examples, and I will leave it to you to go and check it if you like to. I'll give some of the, with the, uh, with the, the evidences as well. There are many ahkam. Quran is telling us in a way that shows that there is another form of wahi, which is the sunnah of Rasulullah For example, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the ruling of changing the qibla, that we are changing the qibla, meaning Allah commanded us to have a different qibla before it became the Kaaba, which was the Masjid Aqsa, we know. If we go back to the Quran, in the whole Quran, there is no hukum regarding praying in the direction of Masjid Aqsa. So Allah is referring to that. So we commanded you before somewhere else, and now we are changing this qibla in the Quran. So yes, in the Quran, Allah is talking about Masjid Al-Haram, but Masjid Al-Aqsa is not mentioned there as a qibla, meaning to pray in that direction. So that shows there was another form of wahi, which is the sunnah of Rasulullah Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about that, Allah, that a secret told by Rasulullah sallallahu to one of his wives. And that issue is not mentioned anywhere in the Quran itself. That how, what is that thing was told Rasulullah sallallahu It is only in the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu But that is another wahi that Allah has revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu Similarly, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the promise of victory over two of the groups in uh, in Surah Al-Anfal وَإِذْ يَعِذُكُمُ اللَّهُ أَحْدَ الطَّعِفَتَيْنِ that when Allah promised you one of the two groups so here the point of consideration is that the promise of Allah to give the Muslims victory against any of the two groups is not there in the Quran Okay, this promise was conveyed to Muslims by Rasulullah without any reference to any of the words of the Quran. It's still the verse quotes above attributes of the promise of Allah 
and not Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So when Allah is talking about this is the promise of Allah, but mentioned by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it means that's a wahi that was given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And there are many evidences, this is just a few, as we know we only have 10 minutes to talk here today. There are many other evidences that point towards this idea, or this is a basic principle of Islam, that we follow the Quran and the Sunnah. There is no such thing to think of it that we can put the Sunnah on the side and Quran is sufficient for us. Okay? So this, this is the only idea that I want to bring it up, inshallah, and I hope that is clear. And if there is any question or something, I'm more than happy to discuss it later on as well. So we'll inshallah stop here. Jazakumullah khair wa Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.